Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Yeah. Manchester City won some silverware. Norwich had a big win, and Arsenal fans had a very big win at Vicarage Road. Greetings, one and all. My name is Marcus. That guy's Pete. <laughs> Hello. And that guy's Jimmy. Hello. <laughs> we'll get to that in just a moment. We've I got to talk about the cup thing. final, you <laughs> fool. There's a ruddy cup final. Have a bit of respect for it. Have a bit of respect and for it. And those people at Carabao, okay? Yeah. Well, Pep Guardiola said that, didn't he, at the end? He said uh, he said, uh, uh, he said said something about the cup being kind of like League One, and then he went, uh, with all respect to the people from Carabao. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> respect the energy drink. Yeah. Respect it. I like to think if he was thanking people at the end, you know, I want to thank the players, all the good people at Carabao for putting <laughs> yeah. on the tournament. It really put some pep in your step. And then, just, <laughs> and then he looked to the camera and drinks a can. Mmm. Mmm. Mm, Sport good. petrol. <laughs> <laughs> a drink you never see. <laughs> a cup you all talk about for a drink you never see. It yeah. looks like a power-up from a video game, doesn't it? I it suppose does, all uh, energy yeah. drinks do. I've been drinking a lot of boosts. Yeah. That is the working man's energy drink, I think. Which means the chocolate bar. 59 pence. Yeah, it's a, it's a liquefied it's version a li- of the chocolate bar. <laughs> it's really yeah. thick and nutty. <laughs> that, but that's very much up yours and my trouser, to yes, be fair. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're, we're the sweet tooth boys, aren't we? <laughs> we're the milkshake boys, although that does sound uh, slightly misleading. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should, we should call ourselves the Milkshake Boys because that T-shirt's made up. I would very yeah. much enjoy that. You and I, Jim were to the Chip the Shop chip Boys. boys yeah. Jim, we're the Chip Shop Boys. Yeah, here we are. Uh, Marvellous. We should go on a milkshake tour. Yes, lovely. Those what? weird kind of late night milkshake bars. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Milkshake and Biltong was your thing for a while, wasn't it? It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. eating a lot of biltong from carrier bags and uh, drinking uh, McDonald's milkshakes. Whenever When we used to record in Highgate in North London in my house, uh, I used to instruct Marcus to pick me up a milkshake on on the way It was a Big Mac meal and the drink was the chocolate milkshake. Yes. Nice. Lovely. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's very true. And uh, someone once sent you... Oh, should I say... Oh, bollocks. What? Someone what? once sent you some biltong. No. <laughs> It could have been. Send you a pair of bollocks. Someone once sent you some biltong when... when... No, it wasn't even biltong, though. Wasn't it like generic meat? (laughs) It was mystery meat. Somebody sent me just a carry bag of mystery meat. I ate it. I don't mind. I'm not proud. It was Thai, if I remember rightly. (laughs) Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Brilliant. Love it. Yeah. Well, anyway. More of that, please. Why were you really reticent to, to, to talk about a, a man or woman, probably a man, sending me a bag full of meat? Like, I'm well, in the, like I'm in the pocket. Yeah, like I'm in the soliciting <laughs> mystery meat. Like, because three people. minutes in. Like, I'm in the pocket of big meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out I'm not. But you have big meat in your pocket, though. I do. Um, people will find out the address <laughs> and they'll start sending meat. That's what I was concerned of. Send me your meat. It did. It did it, I tell you what, though. You remember? We don't get them so much now. Maybe right. Gmail's up there filter. Okay. Their spam. Their mm. spamware. Yeah. Uh, but we used to get a lot of those generic emails, didn't we, of, of, from various companies? And there was a particular company that would say, "Hey guys, why don't you mention this?" And blah 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 blah. And mm. then, and I think it was Luke who replied with your address saying. Hi, such and such. Could you send as much beer as possible to this address? <laughs> <laughs> because it was a beer company. But there we are. Cool. Um, so, yes, Man City won. Uh, we move on to the Premier League. Yeah. Um, no, yes, Manchester City, they love that tournament. Yeah, three in a row. <laughs> they they do love that tournament. I, I think that is, that is an important part of that winning mentality, though, isn't it? Jose Mourinho obviously did a lovely little League Cup. Yeah. Um, because mm. you've got to Chicken breathe that habit of winning. Mm. Um, and that's what Man City do. So insane. Is it eight domestic trophies yes. from the last nine? If you, ca- mm. if you count the community shield, yes. which well, Jose Mourinho <laughs> certainly does. I mean, if it's good enough for him. Yeah, exactly. But Pep was at Pence today, this isn't our cup, even though it is their cup. It belongs the to the good very, people of Carabao. It is very much their cup. <laughs> but he says, and then uh, he said, no, oh, Liverpool won uh, four in a row in the side. It's like, yeah, but Pep, you've just won three. Just say, yeah, yeah it's, it's our cup. Yeah, give exactly. us a let me draw on it. <laughs> if you win three in a row, you should be able to a bit like the World Cup. You keep yeah. that, and they have to redo mm. the trophy. I really felt for um, Jack Grealish. Uh, I know. Yeah. We, I know. We always start every single Villa chat talking about Jack Grealish because yeah. he is uh, the, 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 the man everyone talks about with his calves. But uh, he looked absolutely dejected. I know he's an yeah. Aston Villa fan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in the press sort of saying, "Oh, this is the end of uh, Jack Grealish at uh, Villa if they go down." He'll see he, he'll. he'll, he'll uh, but but would he go down with them? Yeah, that's well that's question. true. I yeah, think could... it would be insane for him to do that, wouldn't it? Mm, like, he's, he's such a, a talented player. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be an art wrencher. It would be kind of uh, um, Alan Smith at Leeds a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, but maybe not quite as acrimonious as that. <laughs> no, um, uh, but I, can't, it, I can't see Jack Greenish going to Birmingham City. <laughs> that's what no, saying, exactly, so. yeah. Well, um, I mean, it wasn't. Wasn't Grealish's best performance. He, he was, he wasn't good. But 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 Villa themselves, though they they gave a good account of themselves. Of course, I mean, I mean, if you ship two goals, you're like, oh, this is yeah. Be well, this is it. Well, this, this is, is it. It looked like it might have been a you know six 0 in the FA Cup final yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, um, might have been Watford what... suffered. Yeah, um, but, but right, you get to talk about Watford in a minute, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> but a great time, a great time to score a goal before uh, half time. It was, it really, was. Really useful, and 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 they were in it until the final whistle. It was they hit the post. Oh, this is. I wonder for for. 
Yes, you see, when when, when Aston Villa are obviously a, mm. an inferior side to Manchester City, that's painfully obvious. Everybody knows that. I wonder what's sort of better to happen if you lose two or three nil, mm. but you give a good account of yourself. You're not uh, you're not shamed like perhaps Watford were in, of course, in that mm. final, and 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 you think, oh, we gave it our all, but you're beaten by a better side, or. You know, you, you hit the post in the last minute. Yes, against the run of play. Yes, Manchester City better. But that little carrot is just for the briefest <laughs> yeah. of moments is just dangled. And of course, it wouldn't have been a winning goal. It would have perhaps taken it to extra time. Of course, mm. um, I yeah, they will have they would have walked away thinking, oh, that was maybe an opportunity. I don't know, but I think Villa can hold their heads high. I mean, they mm. have to very quickly now turn their attention to the league, of course. But going in, you know, to the last few minutes of that game. Trying to to get an equaliser, yeah. even though it did look unlikely, despite the the great save from well, Bravo. They did well to get a foothold in the game at all. Yes. you know they 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 grew into it, and obviously it's always going to be a bit of a challenge. Friendly. Foothold is strong, Jim. Well, all right, but you know, it, I mean, it was two one, and they, as you say, yeah. they hit the post late on. So pa- perhaps you know, a, a toehold, a toehold. Yeah. All right, why not? You know, <laughs> some sort of you know very precarious hold. <laughs> they could see the hold, the but they couldn't get to the hold. Indeed, exactly. Yeah. I mean. If, the goal they scored, I mean, John Stones, it was a strange error. The way he fell over, it was, mm. I don't know, it wasn't. It didn't look that much like a slip or he sort of turned his body. <laughs> it did look quite calamitous. In fact, yeah. when he went down, I thought, oh, bloody hell, he's hurt. But of mm. course, he, he got straight back up. I and mean, He's had a lot of um, criticism as well. People saying yeah. that it could be his uh, last season at, well, at Manchester he's City. He's one of those players, a bit, like, um, a bit like Phil Jones almost, not as extreme as that, but it's almost like they glitch. Yes, like a sort of mm. video game character, and yeah, weird stuff like that just happens sometimes. Mm. But it's a shame because Stones is a good centre half. We've seen him put in good performances, but mm. maybe lacking a little bit of confidence and so on. But they, they got themselves over the line. Um, but it was nice to see Phil Foden start. Yes, he was um, glorious. He, yeah, he had a real influence on the game as well. Didn't he? He, he did that. That touch he he had when in the first half, twenty twenty five minutes in something like that, when De Bruyne played a crossfield ball. And he just took it in his stride on his left foot. I mean, it was just beautiful. And uh, I, I forget what happened straight after that. I don't think it led to a goal. Mm. But but he was he was absolutely superb playing in that. Well, he was more on the sort of wing, but he's not even call him a winger, would you? He's un- no. Although he could be in the masked winger at some point because we know flexible. Pete's very flexible mm. with that, as are those who enter the clues. But but Foden, there's there's. Talk from one or two journalists or, or, or suggestions that, that surely he's got to, to play in the Euros. Yes, I've already mentioned the Euros, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tick that box. Don't curse it. Um, or if the Euros, if happen, the Euros even happen, bloody yeah. hell, yeah. Um, but, but lots of Manchester City fans and lots of England fans will want to see a lot more of him, surely. You would think, but I'd, uh, it's a tough one to break into that England midfield at the moment, isn't it? Because... Well, okay, Man City fans want him to see play, want him to see, want to see him playing for Manchester City, especially he's man of the match in a cup yeah, final for crying out Absolutely, out. and I think as well, you know, barring. It's a strange situation for, for City in particular at the moment mm-hmm. um, because obviously you've got the European ban hanging over them um, and also they're so far behind Liverpool that I, I suppose this is almost a bit of a free hit, isn't it, this, mm-hmm. the rest of the season, that you can blood some players like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've only played 120 minutes since the 4th of January, which is not much at all. No. Gary Neville said that he thinks this could be Manchester City's best ever season. Now, that's very much uh, hinges <laughs> on whether they can win the Champions League or not, yeah. but... It's a big one, though, isn't it? It's it a is, big part. Yeah, it's an enormous one. <laughs> uh, but if they they've won the league cup, I mean Guardiola and and I know that they can sell when it's only the league cup. It's still a trophy, though. I mean, it is. I do feel a little bit. I do feel. 
Miguel Delaney was on On the Continent the other week and, and talking about his piece in The Independent. He wrote about the big clubs dominating yeah. the money in the mm. game and so it's on. It's good. getting more ridiculous. It was an excellent piece. And Jonathan Wilson's written about this as well, of course, as, as have others. And I, I do feel like when Guardiola shakes Dean Smith's hand at the end and, and the yeah. way they... There's a little flicker of a smile, but as you say, Pete, when you were talking about what he said, it's a bit like, yeah, you know... I mean, Whereas if Dean Smith and the boy, the, the Villa boys had won that trophy, yeah. mm. the celebrations, I mean, they probably would go down because they'd be drunk for the rest of the season. <laughs> I mean, Dean Smith looked like a bouncer at a wedding, didn't it? It was brilliant. <laughs> I know. What kind of weddings do you go to? <laughs> you know about my family, Pete. <laughs> yeah, I've never, been, I've never had a bouncer at a wedding before. Well, got the keep, less said about that, the better. Got to keep Jim away from the DJ. <laughs> Put some Bill Collins on. <laughs> <laughs> just, just one Collins number. Um, um, what, sorry, what were we saying before we got distracted by Dean Phil Smith? Forden, man midfield. Well, no, I think oh, no, it, it was Miguel Delaney. Miguel Delaney, and and so he wouldn't get a starting berth in the Man City midfield. Probably not. <laughs> he does shoot on side. I played five side with him before. But but, but Gary Neville saying it could be their their best season ever. I mean, if they did finish the season with with, with an FA Cup as well and a Champions League trophy. It yeah. wouldn't be bad. A well, best season, I don't know. For me, you've always got to win the league. Well, if you win the, I, I, if you win the Champions League, that's, yeah. got, you know, that is the target. That is the missing if piece. If, in if you've never Man done City. it before, mm. then obviously that that's a huge, huge mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? And and that is, you know, the idea of winning the league is, is normal to City now. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you know, even a, a decade ago, maybe, how, however long ago it was when they won their first one, mm-hmm. like that... That seemed like a dream, didn't it? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Not you know, that, that's become normal, like yeah. very, very quickly. Uh-huh. So I, I listened to the greatest games on uh, Saturday. Oh, about yes. That very match, QPR uh, against Man mm. City. That's right, yeah. From very a QPR good. fan perspective. <laughs> it was really a story that we've not, yeah. ha- that we've not heard. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, it was incredible. Trying to get in on a junior ticket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Flo was very, uh, very honest about that. <laughs> I've only done it once myself before. Uh, fortunately, I'd shaved that morning, but there we are. Um, well, yeah, good win for Man City, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, it is a good win. But like, I mean, one of the things Miguel t- talks about in that in mm. that um, piece, and uh, indeed that my friend was really frustrated about. My friend who supports Villa is how he, he said you feel like you're coming up against the Petro State, and yeah. obviously we've always mm. known that that is the case. But with the, with the you know decision that's been made about about the Champions League. It's almost like you, you you forget that that is the case, and we've just accepted it for a long time. And it is a little bit like oh, I wish. I wish this would stop. Because we have I wish the playing field appeal, would get, Jim. you know, would we be leveled out. Because we bit love more. football, and that's you know, we don't like thinking about the the more disgraceful aspects of football well, and financial true. doping and all that stuff. It's mm. just it's just something we don't want to talk about. So yeah. so in our heads we go, it's just eleven men against eleven men. But some yeah. of the men are well better at what <laughs> what they're employed to do. <laughs> like ten times better at least. Indeed, indeed. Well, sometimes of course the underdog does win a game yes. of football. We move on to the Premier League. Watford 3, Liverpool 0. Who would have thought? Unbelievable. The greatest result in uh, Arsenal's season. season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably the last <laughs> few years. You'd say. Honestly, the amount of Arsenal fans. That oh, are. my God. Imagine how I Phew. feel. It's, Jim, it's, it's been embarrassing. Wonderfully pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> I know some of them are playing up to it, but oh, God. <laughs> just Jim. You enjoyed it. No, I didn't. You enjoyed Watford beating Liverpool. <laughs> I enjoyed Watford beating Liverpool because Watford beat Liverpool. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm happy that the you know that Arsenal remain the only unbeaten 
seasoned team. Yeah. But I'd made my peace with it earlier. I've decided that if someone else does it, it doesn't mean that we didn't do it. So sh- shut up, everyone. <laughs> well, of you didn't do it at all. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, so, no, I had nothing to do with it. I would this, have hindered it, if anything. This was the uh, match that I, uh, a little while ago, I sort of said that I was taking a, a Japanese mm. hotelier to. Oh, yeah, you were at the game. I was at the game. Um, and a little while ago, uh, two years ago, yeah. stayed in a hotel, middle of nowhere, Sakata, n- nobody there. One horse town in, in, in Japan, North Sendai. Why were you there? Fact finding mission. Uh, I was in there, and the hotelier was. Uh, he's also like a community radio DJ, like a kind of like a community. Oh, you went on the, You went. So on I show, went on his you? show, and then we. Um, and then he messaged me about a couple of months ago. Yeah. Pete, can you get me West Ham Liverpool tickets? Can you get me West Ham Liverpool tickets? Um, West Ham. And I was like, sorry, uh, not West Ham. Um, Watford Liverpool tickets. And I was Why like, that and I was he like, said West Ham Middlesbrough. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and I said, uh, well, because he was only here for he's only here for a couple of weeks. Well, why that game in particular? Well, I also see Minimino, you know. Um, oh, I see, you know, I see. You know, right, so right, like, right. Uh, and so he's maybe he... a keen Elton John fan. <laughs> you know. Well, we're in the Elton John stand. There you um, are. So I managed to. I had to go through a million different little contacts that are yeah. half known. You know, I never do this ever, and I managed to get tickets. So I took him down there, and uh, he really got in the spirit of things. Oh, you know, that's lovely. In the spirit of like Watford winning, but watching it first half, you know. Being a Newcastle fan, I watch it a lot on Newcastle. You go, oh, this is dirty. And then you actually see a good football team mm. and how they operate. Mm. Liverpool weren't bad. They just they, they just got a bit bullied at the back, I think. Yeah. First half, watching Virgil van Dijk, it's like he's such an incredible footballer mm. that, that uh, watching him kind of like um, control his back four, yeah. it's like he may as well have a joypad in his hands. Because <laughs> yeah. like he's just telling everyone what to do all the time. He yeah. never yeah. stops talking. It's like they're and on it strings. Was, yeah, and it was like a real pleasure to just watch, mm. be able to just watch one player at a time and, and just watch Virgil van Dijk absolutely march his defence. Second half, I went to shit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it was so much fun. Oh, man, that, it was amazing. Well, his task was made harder that, because Diane Lovren started. Mm. And uh, it was his first start, was it, since 7th of December? Yeah, he needed yeah. a marshalling. I think yeah, I think, and and I, I reckon that Saar and Dini were made aware of that <laughs> at yeah. some point. Uh, you know that's his foot. Right, okay. Yeah. I feel, I've never been to Vicarage Road, but I've heard that the Watford fans are generally very loud and it's a very good atmosphere, but it must have been mental, right? Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Mm. I mean, it, it just... Um, even the final whistle set, like, because they were so far ahead, yeah. the final whistle wasn't really so much of a, yeah, because they'd only scored three flipping yeah. goals yeah. against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the leaders. Well, it was strange, wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> huge <laughs> cojones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Liverpool's unbeaten Prem run is over after 44 matches. Mm. But that should be applauded. Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh exactly. without that doubt. Absolutely incredible. But yes. it went down with a bit of a whimper, I thought. A little bit, yeah. I well, mean, Mo was slipping all over the place. I just need longer studs or something, but yeah, he just I, really ordinary. It, it, I mean, it was surprising in, in one sense, but when you look at a couple of their results, I mean, they a few weeks ago when they, they went away to Norwich, and I know Norwich was beaten Leicester, we'll talk about that in a sec, but Liverpool did labour a little bit mm. in that game. You yeah. know, Norwich would have feel, felt disappointed they didn't get Oh, it was on the cards, wasn't it? it, like, it to, to yeah, exactly. It. They lost to Atleti away, but, you know, 1-0 away to Atleti, mm. that's, you know, fair enough. Uh, and they were given a big helping hand against West Ham. You know, people were surprised yeah. that West Ham got at them a bit. So, I think... It's, I mean, are we finally seeing them begin to tar? Is this is this a well overdue, t- tiny little slump? Because it, the results I've just read off there. I mean, they won one of the games. They've got the second leg to come. Mm. Well, in fact, sorry, they won two of those games. Mm. That I just mentioned. So it's terrible. But we saw this, you know, with Ferguson's United when they'd have those great seasons. They'd go away to Southampton and get whipped. Yeah, and then we'd come back and maybe they'd have a, the. I mean, it's barely a wobble. I mean, this is not a wobble because <laughs> they've, they've already won the league pretty much. You know. Yeah, but I, I think. It was just the physicality of Watford seemed to be too much for them, and maybe mm. that maybe that is a result of a little bit of fatigue. 
Could be Vitti, but also I thought. I, thought I mean, that is the that is the main headline. Obviously, you know, Danny and obviously Sart has got a couple, but like, and and that was like the main story. But I thought they were quite cultured in the in their build up play, uh, Watford. So, certainly in the first half, they 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 produced some beautiful stuff. And I think mm. I think emotionally for Liverpool, Delafeo going off because he was such a big part yes. of their yep. kind of uh, movement forwards, and it looked like horrible, mm. um, horrible injuries in, in agony. Um, I think that kind of um, lulled them a bit of a false sense of security in the second half. He just hit him on the break and, mm. and just, and just yeah. got a lot of uh, joy out of that. Well, yeah. that, that, that's the thing that Watford have a lot of, isn't it? It's, it's very um, very physical players mm. but, who are technically very, very good. Yeah. And when, when it clicks, mm. they can be a nightmare to play against. I'm I, surprised that, the, you know, that they had that little... They've had a slump after their mini resurgence. I think hopefully we'll see them have another little resurgence. I was very, now. I was very much enjoying uh, Foster's uh, wonderful theatrical um, sort of. He'd catch it standing up and then dive on. Yeah, the yeah absolutely. <laughs> it was, it was an absolute masterclass of uh, time wasting at the end. It was yeah, a wonderful. Yeah. Good old Benny Foster. There's <laughs> yeah, so some little rumour that, that Spurs were maybe going to get him in or something in a, oh, right. in a sort of number two capacity or something. Makes like sense. That. It's very in vogue, isn't it? Getting like a pretty decent <laughs> keeper to sit on the bench. It is. It is. Uh, but but. Watford, they deserve their win. And as as you say, Jim, it's kind of like when you see some of their players and what they're capable of, it's surprising that they're down there. Yeah. Although it was, <laughs> it seems ridiculous, but Watford, they're, they're up against Liverpool at home. Norwich are playing, I know it was the, the, night, the, the day before, Norwich are playing Leicester, um, West Ham are struggling, blah, blah, blah. If you beat Liverpool, you think to yourself, well, that, you know that we, we that, that that that's a great win, but all the other sides kind of had a win around them, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. West Ham actually. I suppose you'd look at more from West Ham's point of view. They were much better. Beat Southampton, and they think right. Watford playing Liverpool. Norris, did you think? Oh, come on! We haven't played any <laughs> ground there, you know. So, yeah, but but let's move on then to uh, to Norwich and Leicester. It was a big win for Norwich, um, especially considering that all the other sides down the bottom one. Jamal Lewis with with a beauty. Yeah, mm. with a beauty. Northern Ireland international, of course. He's, he's already got about twelve uh, international caps. But it was it was a great goal, lovely swerving volley. Mm. And the cr- the key thing, ladies and gentlemen, was uh, Daniel Farker mentioned. Uh, well, you mentioned the topics a few times, but after they lost to Wolves, Farker said that they needed to improve their work on duels, which they clearly did against Leicester City. He said the most important stat was to win the duel rate today, and we won this. This was the key topic in order to get the three points. So that is the topic. The key topic. We now topic. know, we know the, the key topic, topic is. The primo topic. It's all about the duels. <laughs> Indeed, it's all about the duels. The, and if you beat them on the duels, then that is the topic that will topple Norwich City. Yeah, I mean, they, had, they also had more shots on target. That'll so. help I mean, that, well. Will will help help. Well. that will help. That will help, yeah. Yeah, indeed, yeah. <laughs> Emiliano Buendia was, was man of the match. He's been missing uh, for a few games of late. He's a good player. He makes them tick. And, uh, I mean, you know, Pookie had a couple of chances and so on. But it's a, it's a great win. It is. It's a surprising one from Leicester as well, isn't it? They they really are kind of... Well, I, I mean, on another day, Leicester would have won that game. I mean, what did you think of the goal disallowed on Ian Acho? Brendan Rodgers seemed a bit annoyed. He was contained within his anger, but you could see... He didn't get bit... sent off. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah. He was just a bit like, really? Really? Uh... Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? But, I mean, it has... It's hit his hand, but it's hit the it's hit the Norwich defender's arm first. Well, did you think it was a goal or not? He, he gains an advantage from it, doesn't he? Yeah, so, but did, did you? Would you? Do you think that's fair to disallow that? I think it probably is because he gets an advantage from it coming off his hand, and it is a it is a strange one because it's it's just the ball has fallen that way. But I can I so can see an say, argument for either way. When you say it get, he gets an advantage off his hand, yeah. if his hands, if you're a defender, well, look at Tyron Mings. He mm. blocked the ball. He blocked a shot on goal with his with his arm. Now his mm. body, yes, his arm was in line with his body and so on. But you could say he gained an advantage there. Yeah. So, so what, what, is having a body an advantage? 
is the usually, question. Usually. I feel like the ball falling onto your fist like that and then falling into your path mm-hmm. is like, it is one of those unfortunate quirks of, of, mm. of the, the law. But I th- So if Mustafi does that in the box and it's a penalty against Arsenal, you're thinking, yeah, fair enough. Um... I'm just annoyed Mustafi's there. <laughs> no, to be fair to him, he's been playing well recently. So, do you? You seem quite aggressive about this, Marcus. I, I, it's, I, I, it's irking me. Well, no, I just. Um, I, I just so, I, firstly, yeah. let's take this outside afterwards. Uh-huh. But sec- secondly, do you? Are you going to have your so bouncer do, do with you? Are you? Are you quite clear that that's not a that, that I, should I, stand? Then I thought I thought it should have stood. I thought it was a goal. I, I stand with Brendy. <laughs> oh, here we go. That's yeah, why. Yeah, that's it? why <laughs> the connection. Do you know what he said? He said, "I thought we played all key." I bet he did. did he? Uh, don't you always? Don't you always? <laughs> uh, but we could win for Norwich. But yeah, if it's getting interesting down the bottom, I mean, I mean, even Bournemouth. It's, it's a little a, a Newcastle drawing, which wasn't a bad draw it, on reflection. How they've been playing lately, but yeah, I was yeah. just like, is yeah. there some players climbing? There's some teams climbing up <laughs> that bloody bloody uh, relegation run, isn't there? The team is really got to watch out is Brighton they've not won yeah. a game this year they, yes. could, they, are, they could be in serious and they, trouble and, and they really should have won that game yeah mm. they really should have uh, but, but if you look down the bottom I mean Norwich they get the odd win here and there I mean the, I think the rest of the teams are a bit like hang on West Ham where did that come from <laughs> yeah, we, were kind of, we were kind of hoping we had an agreement be, <laughs> that you'd just be really rubbish for the rest of it <laughs> yeah. oh by the way that Sebastian Allaire Rabona. Th- like chipped through ball he sort of played to uh, uh, Antonio who went through and the keeper made a good save mm. gutted that he didn't score because it would have been one of the greatest <laughs> assists of all time it was absolutely glorious but it is getting interesting down the bottom as we say and, and, and Aston Villa having had the whole pomp and ceremony of a cup final they're straight back in it and, and, and straight up against it with the other sides because down the bottom I mean, even Bournemouth I mean they'll obviously being 2-1 up would have wanted to beat Chelsea mm, yeah. but it is getting particularly packed down there and it's getting it's getting more difficult to predict who's going to go down you would probably suggest Norwich just because of that points gap yeah. but even even Hodgson after, the, after their win against Brighton was saying well you know we, we, we're on what are they 36 points and he said you know that's not safe yet he said our goal difference but he said I'll back the players and, and, and I think we're going to be okay and you would expect Palace to be okay at this yes. stage but who are you worried for chaps at this moment in time well, uh, Bournemouth, it's, Bright, it's Brighton, isn't it? <laughs> Bournemouth have got Liverpool next, which is probably three points for Bournemouth now. Yes, um, <laughs> I think that's how it works. Now, right, so. right. I, I think they, they seem to be in free fall, and I, I think they. But they're looking point capable. against Chelsea. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. But Chelsea have got their own problems, mm. um, and which I think might be you know partially responsible for that. And I, I think they look the least capable of putting a run together. I, I you know, I'd love to be proven wrong because I like Bournemouth. Well, in fact, I like all of the teams down there. It's, Who do you hate? Who do I hate? Spurs, just, Spurs yeah, just, to go just down. the one. Yeah, just them. Uh, <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, let's um, talk. Oh, go on, Jim. No, no, I'm just, I'm just looking at it. It, it really is. There are six teams that could go down. Well, Norwich are going down, but there are five teams that could come, so you come think with Norwich them. Norwich are done. Yeah, I, I, Norwich are toast, don't they? Even they're, though they're what, 21 what, points. But what if they get that key topic right with the jewels and every game? Mm, I don't think it's going to be enough. I think it could be, they could have a chance. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's have a quick break, and after which we will talk about Tottenham Hotspur. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily, everybody. And now it's time for emails with PDD. Hello. <laughs> it's time for email. Um, Paul Kilford, slip and a dink is the subject line. You're going to enjoy this, Marcus Speller. Greetings, oh. Ramblers. Uh, I'm seeking your guidance on an important matter of interpretation. I've watched Jared Bourne's goal for West Ham a few times now, and I still can't decide whether it can safely be categorised as a slip and a dink. My mm. favourite kind of goal. I'm not a West Ham fan, but I enjoyed it immensely. Nevertheless, there are a few things that are troubling me. Number one, whether the pass was too firm and though and threw too much open space to count as a slip. Mm. Does the fact that Bourne takes two touches disqualify it? Three, was there just a little bit too much on the shot? As always, your thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Uh, that's not always the case. Let's make that very clear. Yeah. Uh, Paul from New Zealand, uh, kind regards. Enjoyable. Yeah, very enjoyable. Mm. Enjoyable. Marcus, I, don't, I, don't I think, think you are very much the authority on the slip yeah. and the dink here. I can completely agree. <laughs> I, I don't think him taking a touch or two is fine. I don't think problem, a dink, right. Yeah, no, I don't think that's a problem. I, I, I like so the, the purism, though. The, yeah. I, think, I, like, the... I think a perfect dink has to be first time. Yes, first touch, maybe. No, no, touch out your feet and then dink, maybe. But, I, I mean, I appreciate that if you take too many touches, I mean, if he... If he sort of slipped through, the space between and the slip then, and, and the then takes on, it, takes on about two defenders, and then you know it's, yeah. it's a slip and a, and a, and a, and a dink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, a slip and an eventual dink. Um, <laughs> I would, I totally get where where you're coming from. What was his name? Uh, I've gone on another email. Yeah, so fine. Yeah, Mister Zealand, Mister Paul Kilford, Big Paul, Paul E K. Um, I would say it was a dink. Mm. Was it a slip? 
Yeah. Possibly not. Why not? Why not? Are you giving it? Yeah. Should I? Yeah, the dubious goals panel. All right, it's definitely a dink. Mm. I, I'm a slip, right. I'm not sure. Well, thank you for your email, uh, Paul. Uh, Luis Neves says, uh, the Benfica Eagle story. Probably oh, Neves, yeah. isn't it? Um, hi, Ramble Boys. Uh, just want to clarify a little detail that was mentioned in the preview show last Friday. As Jim mentioned, wrongly, I might add, Benfica did not buy an eagle. They actually have a really interesting story about lending their eagle. Oh. Bit of context, Benfica has always had an eagle, Victoria, which means victor- victory in English, obviously. Um, and when playing at the home, the eagle goes for a tour of the stadium before landing in the middle of the pitch. Mm, now, right. the funny story is that before the 2010, uh, before 2010, Victoria's handle, one Barna Bay, uh, was actually fired for lending Benfica's eagle to other clubs for personal wealth. <laughs> wow. The most famous occasion was when he took Victoria to Lazio for the inaugural game of the season without asking Benfica. Then the second time, Lazio requested the eagle Juan, uh, being the dodgy man that he is, actually sent his brother with another eagle. <laughs> the outcome... <laughs> The outcome, as expected, the eagle not being used to a full stadium, uh, not being used to a full stadium in a different country, got scared and hid in the top part of the stadium. Oh. Sorry, Joan. Joan was, uh, of course, uh, questioned by the uh, Benfica staff, and after being rude to them, being, uh, when uh, questioned upon his business of lending to different clubs, got to the point where he physically threatened uh, one of the staff. Uh, he, the thing that led to him uh, being fired ultimately though was when he tried to offer the Brazilian club Flamengo um, curiously now coached by the uh, Benfica coach uh, George, 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 George who the hell is this guy the, the <laughs> getting so big for his boots <laughs> Flamengo politely declined saying that their mascot wasn't an eagle but an Urubu uh, which is uh, actually quite more similar to uh, a vulture surely they should get a Flamingo yeah I can report yeah. that Victoria is now in good hands with the new handler and happy I didn't realise so it's actually the property of the club then presumably not yeah. the handler what I find yeah. quite interesting so he took it over to Rome for the for Lazio mm. how do you I mean how do you transport an eagle do you sort of explain the route and say right, we'll see <laughs> we'll you there we'll see you over there we'll catch up with you yeah exactly yeah, I'll I'm, go ahead, I'm so not I'm... doing the paperwork for this so <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to make your own way there Victoria I'm, yeah I'm going to Victoria come tomorrow because by then I'll be able to be set up and I'll be there <laughs> with that little glove ready to be the loan system is getting out of hand isn't it Chelsea have got so many (laughs) birds birds of of prey prey. (laughs) on loan Uh, this also might be a funny note while still on topic Benfica's rivals uh, sporting actually at one point had a real life lion as a mascot which was presented in a cage Mm. lovely Uh, I'm not sure about that (laughs) <laughs> not sure about that no, no joke. Yeah. Um, finally for now big fan of the show uh, CJ Dunn uh, living in Portland Oregon the show is part of my oh. daily morning routine I do have to make mention of your bird sounds in the last episode a lot of people even about the bird sounds they yeah. found it either delightful or horrifying um, although I found them quite entertaining my dog was highly confused and was convinced that our apartment complex was <laughs> being assaulted by the aforementioned <laughs> shit pigeons <laughs> I encourage Pete's uh, bird impressions uh, but please consider a preemptive warning for those with overly enthusiastic Pops. Love the show. Cheers. Uh, CJ, can you send a picture of uh, of your dog to the mm. Ramble? Yes, please. Any, any, can we make that thing? Can you all Rambles, do that? Please? Ramble dogs. Yeah, because <laughs> presumably a lot of dogs listen to the show by proxy. Yeah. Ramble daily dogs. Brilliant. Cool. Indeed, yeah. Send them in. There we are. Lovely old job. There Shout out for ramblederly.com. Indeed. Mm. We're doing an outro? Or... Do you want, a, you want an outro? Nah. Nah. Move on then. Let's move on. Cool. Let's move on. Uh, how do we get on uh, at Betway's four to score? Oh, we didn't do very Rubbishly. well. We did not do very <sighs> well. Yes, every week we are um, participating in uh, four to score. Just to pick the first goal scorer in mm-hmm. Betway's uh, four selected matches uh, each round. Um, on Friday, we had uh, we had some pretty decent uh, sort of plans, I thought. Sadio Mane, that's what Jim went yeah. for. Uh, in the Watford-Liverpool match, Everton Man United, uh, I went for uh, Fernandes. Um, Who did uh, score? He did, uh, uh, Aston Villa versus Man City. Kevin De Bruyne did not happen. Um, and Spurs versus Wolves. Um, he scored uh, Raul Jimenez, but uh, he was not the first. At the end. At the end. At the, the end. death. If there was an inverse bizarro world, Betway for mm. a score. 
Uh, We're still, so yes. lost. <laughs> <laughs> still lost. Uh, so the prize, uh, this show's jackpot uh, is £25,000. Free to play. Uh, get yourself to uh, betway.com for that. There we go. Please gamble responsibly. Indeed. Right, let's go back to the Premier League. It was a tale of two goalkeepers at Goodison Park. Everton won Manchester United one, of course. Roy Keane was mad at both of them. Mm. Uh, David De Gea was like, oh. <laughs> You've seen keepers like, like kind of run that line so close. I mean, I it's, just, it, it's very surprising yeah. when it happens. Yeah. It's like, whoa! But you, you don't want to use up those errors. <laughs> because <laughs> if, if the ball sort of drops through your hands or goes through your legs or something, obviously that happens once in a while. That's yeah. a really, really bad error. When you do something like that, you think that was so avoidable. Yeah. You, you meant to kick it away. You were just a tiny bit too slow. And you yeah. think that goes down as a glaring error. Whereas, mm. of course, if you he doesn't do that and then in maybe six months time he drops one again you think oh whereas now yeah. you've got to be perfect well, even, I, I, if, I, even if it spun off his foot and didn't go on the net it would be like oh that was close yeah, like, right. he, he wouldn't be criticised quite he, as much exactly he got away with that I yeah. think Calvert-Lewin deserves a lot of credit he does. for even mm. attempting that though because you see it all the time you see you see strikers who could put a bit of pressure on a goalkeeper mm. in that situation and they don't there's probably a reason for it in terms of conserving energy throughout a game or whatever but mm. they often look potentially vulnerable and you, you might be sat in stands thinking why not just give it a go? Just like get get in the goalkeeper's head a little bit, like make them make them feel a bit uncomfortable and nervous, and they don't do it very often. And fair play to to Calvert Lewin because uh, it was oddly quite a good finish for, for just mm. sticking a leg out. <laughs> yeah, Ibrahimovic esque yeah. by the way it went in. He looks yes. like he, he comes across as a lovely lad, Calvert Lewin. Does mm. yeah, he does. Um, a very lively, of course, and, and, and among the goals. Although I'm not. That last one when it was kind of like, oh, Cavalier was denied. That was an own goal. That would have been an own goal. <laughs> Let's let be very, very clear about that. But at the other end, uh, for Bruno Fernandes' goal, um, Pickford might have done a bit better. It was a good hit, but mm. Pickford would be slightly disappointed. Yeah. He's not had a great season, has he, Pickford? He's, he's not had a great season, no. I mean, Roy Keane said about him, I know he's not a good goalkeeper. I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> we said it before the game, he's not up to it. I don't care. He's not a good goalkeeper. I don't care. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing what is, an odd phrase yeah, to throw in. Nobody yeah. interrupted him. Yeah. It's kind of like Roy. Roy, you're being a bit harsh. I don't care. No, he just went. He's not a good goalkeeper. Yeah. I don't care. I know what you're going to say, <laughs> and I reject it out of hand. Yeah, he's like, he's like every single kind of bit of punditry does. It's like he's having a breakup conversation. Yeah, like, I don't care. It's like, it's like it's his last gig. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be the last time I'm on television. I'm not holding back. A real life heel. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pickford, he did make a good double save late on. Yeah, but. But, I, I, the thing is, I still trust him in, in England colours. He just seems to raise. His he'd game still be your number uh, one. Yeah. I, th- I probably would have him as number one for England. Mm. Gareth Southgate was uh, was in attendance at Goodison Park, casting his his beady eyes over when, over affairs. When when you are the goalkeeper and you kind of put in a couple of shoddy performances in front of your yeah. um, national team manager, though, it kind of makes a fool out of him and nobody likes that. <laughs> yeah. kind of, uh, you're my main guy, and you are not having a great season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the double save people would say does it make mm. up for it? I mean, but you know, Pickford's got that—that that slightly unconventionable, yeah. unconventionable, sure. un- unmentionable, yeah, unconventionable. Yeah, oddly fittings in a weird way. Um, but <laughs> I know what you mean. It is a slight concern, but at this stage, do you try and blood in another goalkeeper? Probably not. I think there's value in keeping that consistency for the defend- mm. defenders as much as anything else. And you know, and also we mention it every time, but Pickford's distribution is very good, is. And, and Southgate likes that a lot. Doesn't mm. he? So I'd be it hasn't been as good change. this season. Apparently, I've not watched a lot of Everton. I must admit, but they uh, they they seem to not be quite. Over the moon, but I mean, look what David David Ahir was doing in the other in the event. Well, yeah. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Setting up strikers, Stop doing that. Um, yeah, Calvert Lewin's uh, winner was was contro- controversially chalked off by VAR. Apparently, the replay was I assume accidentally showed in the stadium. Oh, right, right yeah. was really pissed off the home. Fans. I, was, I, mean, I was thinking about this. Imagine if you got like sent off thanks to VAR. Yeah, 
what if you just ran over and booted the screen as hard as you could? <laughs> <laughs> How cool would that be? Like, yeah, it's going to send me off, is it? Well, I'm going to kick the crap out of it. I'll just unplug the H- yeah. HDMI cable out of the back. Yeah, because, yeah. because if you want to... Decanio plus Ket's buyer. Yeah, <laughs> but if you want... like, what would you get? Like, it's not physical violence. Yeah. So it wouldn't be like a court matter. Um, you, <laughs> so, no, I, I, you know, I, I don't think you smash bits of the stadium and, and, <laughs> and that's just fine. Yeah, but like, I'm just, if you could introduce robots into the situation yeah. uh, and, and technology, you're not mm. to beat the crap out of that. Uh, I still think you'll get fined. Oh yeah, you'll yeah. get in big trouble, but it would be justice. It would be good. It would. I don't no, think it, anyone it, would it, deny it that. Does make a, you make a good point because I think people <laughs> haven't cottoned on because if they were sent off and they were really angry, they'd still like moan at the referee. Whereas clearly the referee would be like, I've been d- instructed to do this. Yeah. Yeah, go over to the screen and just start smashing <laughs> it because you're basically saying, you're lucky you're in Stockley Park, lads. Otherwise, that'd be your face. Yeah, yeah just follow the cable. The just follow the cable to Stockley Park. <laughs> yeah. Well, it start is, kicking off. It is a, it is a red car defence, isn't it, to attempt to enter VAR um, office. Is it? What? Yeah. <laughs> in, How does that I think, work? I, I think Stockley Park is 17 miles from the closest <laughs> Premier League ground which to is it. A, which but is it the is in the rooms. Which is I'm not nose. sure. I love it. Someone's at the door. <laughs> I, lo- I like, like I, the window just starts, just starts steaming up like Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I like Pete's idea that that Stockley Park with the VAR machines they can't do it remotely they have yeah. to have the cables the running yeah. the length of the country <laughs> yeah. oh dear but um, slightly going back to the game if you have annoyingly to, you have um, it, was it that controversial to rule that goal out like if, if Sigurdsson's having a little sunbathe in front of David De Gea what was he it doing was, it was odd. get up you lazy sod yeah. <laughs> for the I money don't... you earn yes he shouldn't be sitting down <laughs> you should be floating <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though like he he did sit there for a few seconds. Ian yeah. Wright was was absolutely baffled and rightly <laughs> and correctly so on the match of the day. But I did think to myself, like again, why are you sitting there and watching it? Offside, take all the offside business out of it. Yeah. You're you're in your teammate's way. Like you're making it harder <laughs> for him to score. I'm, I've been trying to figure this out, and yes. he's a handsome man. Yes. Mm. Perhaps he was trying to pose for a new picture for like a dating app profile or something, <laughs> just like looking sensuous, but also displaying that he's a professional footballer. Right, okay, yeah. I'm just here at work. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to sit down. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, so, so you thought it was right, rightly... I th- I, yeah, I don't I don't really think you can argue that he's not interfering with play because he's obstructing De Gea, isn't he? He's yeah, obstructing but he moved his, his legs, though. <laughs> moved his little legs out of the way. <laughs> anyway, I'm surprised that Carlo Ancelotti got so well, heated that, about yeah, it. Carlo, yeah, Carlo, what was that about? Do you think that, do you think they thought, this is what the people want? People, mm. people are really angry. People want me stands. to have, yeah, be a bit. Um, I'm going to go over there, go yeah. right in the referee's face. I am staying right here. No, yeah. you're not, pal. <laughs> Off you go. Do you think? I mean, do you think that the referee disrespected Carlo Ancelotti because no. he sort of said, "Go on, off you go," or something like that? That's all right, isn't it? I I, well, I think Ancelotti was kind of quite aggressive and in his face, wasn't he? So he's within his rights to do that. Yeah, maybe. Arlo, maybe whoever they're playing, I don't know who uh, Everton got next, but it might be a really, really nice che- um, stand. Oh, right, okay. It is uh, Chelsea. Yeah, because he said that uh, if he's banned and he's not allowed on the touchline, he said, oh, don't worry, I know Stamford Bridge well and the, and the stands yeah. are right right next to the dugout, so it won't make a difference. <laughs> about yeah, but I also he's love shouting, uh, you know, <laughs> communication. But he, he was already like smar- smiling and laughing and joking, like com- like regained his composure so, so quickly. Pretty <laughs> cool customer. He's won the Champions League. He's managed yeah. that glorious Milan side. <laughs> what I, what I, like, I like the thought of, though, is is Ancelotti sitting behind the dugout and shouting instructions yeah. and them going, okay. But then if someone can like sit near him and do a good Ancelotti impression, uh, bring up the sub goalkeeper. <laughs> Is that you? Okay, yeah. fine. It's going to have to be better than that one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> bring on the- Hello, I'm <laughs> Carlo Ancelotti. Hello. <laughs> it was either that or a raver dirt <laughs>
Oh, good old Carlo. Uh, but yes, uh, Bruno Fernandes, he scored again for Manchester United. Media impact he's had. Yes. As we yeah. was, apparently, I was reading somewhere that the, the training staff was said to be blown away by his superb fitness levels when he started training with the team. Mm. And I thought, I mean, he has been playing. <laughs> Is that disrespectful to the Portuguese league? Yeah. You, I thought you were all lazy over there, like yeah. just knocking it about. But no, apparently, apparently he can run a lot, which is, which is rather impressive. Um, his fellow countryman, Big Nuno Espirito mm. Santo, uh, beat another one of his fellow countrymen, Jose Marino, of course, Wolves 3. Uh, Spurs 2 or Spurs 2 Wolves 3 as it would read because Spurs were the home side I love the fact that and I always forget this that Big Noon was Mourinho's reserve goalkeeper at Porto back in the Mm. day (laughs) <laughs> and you know how annoyed Mourinho is Mourinho when asked about the result he said it was unfair <laughs> the new one isn't it just, yeah, it's unfair was it that unfair he said his team uh, are too nice and they need to be a little bit you know he got a bit of stick didn't he Mourinho we'll talk about Wolves in a minute because they, they were great got a bit of stick for not bringing on Troy Parrott uh, for the last yeah. sort of 15-20 minutes he brought him in on it was injury time it was about two or three minutes to yeah. go the young striker man. he plays that position let him play the football. I've got yeah. a theory on this. Go on. Right. Which is that Troy Parrott is obviously a very highly rated, very young player, yeah. uh, despite sounding like a disgraced uh, radio DJ from the 80s. Um, and I'm thinking like snooker player. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. very much so. just John Parrott. That's what <laughs> okay, fair do. But Mourinho plays 4D chess, doesn't he? Yes, so he's right. probably thinking, Troy Parrott, he's a young player. It's going to take him a while to get up to speed yeah. to be a truly effective a regular Premier League player. By the mm. time that happens, I will not be managing yeah. Spurs. <laughs> So by the time he's properly good, Mm. he might be playing against me. So I'm going to hinder this young man. Am I getting a war chest by playing Troy Parrott and letting him score all the goals? No, 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 I'm not. No, no, no. I'll play with no striker I will whinge for the rest of the season that I have no strikers. That's his shtick, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It was a great win for Wolves, obviously, coming from behind. Um, Some lovely play. Mm. I mean, particularly that Raul Jimenez winner. Mm. Beautiful play. Diego uh, Diego Jota. Yeah, I mean, mean, everyone's been talking about how brilliant he's been for good reason. But yeah, that, yeah. Uh, God, his his little bit of trickery in the build up to that goal, just beautiful. It's stuff. just delightful when when Wolves really turn it on. They they are they are really really lovely side to watch because they've got a bit of they've got a bit of steel in there. Most notably Traore. I mean that when when uh, Tanganga sort of bounced off him. Yeah, that was like when Tyson Fury got up in that <laughs> Deontay Wilder match, the first one. Like it just it was it's phenomenal. It was. What was I mean Traore? I'm not sure how bad the injury is, although he did have a, a shoulder injury and in, uh, Santo was a little bit concerned about that but but he's really added in product to his game mm. this season I remember last season he was more of a substitute and at times he has been this time round but they've got they've got so much they've got options going forward haven't they Wolves they've got a bit of pace in there they've got a bit of trickery they've got a bit of class um, they've got a bit of extra something that somebody can produce something out of nothing and with Jimenez up top you know he's a great provider of goals as well he's a good target man at times but when he gets the ball like that and and, and just shuffles it onto his left foot and finishes so beautifully it was absolutely glorious, and you do think about Wolves. You know, it's about consistency, really, with them. We still, you know, Luke's often talked about them as being absolute Hollywood, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. When the cameras are rolling, they, they they tend to sort of turn it up. But if they can put away the smaller teams, I mean, it really could. If they can get into the Champions League, it, I mean, that club has been catapulted into a different stratosphere anyway in yeah. in, in, in a quick amount of time. But mm. my goodness, well, you know what? If you look at their next games. They've got Brighton next at home, which you would you'd think they yeah, would win. Yeah, but with this Wilson, will they fancy it? You know, well, yeah. <laughs> but then they're, they're away to West Ham. Then oh. they've got Bournemouth at home. They're away to Villa. Flipping oh. and This they, is like yeah. the road to the Champions <laughs> exactly, League, right? So they've got Arsenal at home after that. You never know how that will go. Then they've got Sheffield United, Everton, Burnley, 
Palace, Chelsea. That's what they, should, right? they shouldn't they be fearful you, of anything. No, that, exactly. Should, well, that's the thing. If there is a slight kind of, uh, um, you know, a, a dropping off of intensity in some of the small teams, Big Noon should be saying to his players there, look, look at this. The sides that we're playing next, we will be favourites for nearly all of those mm. games. And if you and if you pick up the majority of wins there, we can be playing Champions League football because they're turning it on in the Europa. Yeah, you know they they dispatched was it Espanyol? You know, sort of mm. fairly handedly. I mean, even in the Europa League, they could do something in that tournament. I understand, you know, Inter is still in there. Um, I mean, Manchester United, although you know that that would be a pretty good game, wouldn't it? If they, those two played each other, I mean, people Sevilla in there and, and, and one or two others. But I mean, they could go. I mean, they already are deep in that tournament. They, they, I honestly, I it really could be quite a hell of a season for old uh, well, Wolvesies. I think uh, Traore's um, shoulder injury is, is is a big. Re- I think he'll, he'll probably play it next week because he just seems to come every. I think he's just to get three times a season. Mm-hmm. He'll just like, pop it back in. He just pop it back. He <laughs> just seems to pop it back in every time. But it's just like he. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, it may be weight related, <laughs> weights related rather. Um, but he just he just keeps on popping it out, and he's going to have an operation in the summer. But he should be back for uh, for the next match. But um, it's it's a worrying. If a, if a player keeps on getting the same injury over and over and over again, uh, there's going to be some serious yes. ops happening in the summer. Yeah, very true. Very true. Right, shall we uh, shall we mention Newcastle United, Peter? We'll have a little mention at the mean, end. I mean, they Steve, played all right. Steve Bruce, uh, you know, ahead of his size, nil-nil draw with Burnley, apparently hinted at the team having tried out a different formation in training, moving away from a back five in order to score more goals. The thing that gets they didn't me, score one. The thing that gets me about Steve Bruce's narrative is that he's like he uh, he thinks that he, he didn't want to change the way that Rafa's team played after yeah. last season. Very, mm. um, you know, a pretty spirited performance. But and he wanted to take the take the shackles off and get them yeah. playing out. You know, get them scoring goals and get more. Mm. You know, it's only not but, an option. But it's, not, but it's not really an option. <laughs> but is. he's but he's moved uh, he's moved the um, player that cannot fail uh, out to the left, and he's put uh, Dwight Gale in the centre. Um, so Dwight Gale can say fit. To be honest, they, they they played better than they played pretty much all season. I mean, to be and fair, still came away without anything. Yeah. Well, well, they a, got a point. point against Burnley. But to be fair to Brucey, Burnley have done okay actually, especially mm. recently with Vidra in there. They managed to contain him, but uh, they did create a few chances. It yep. was more attacking. It was it was a shame for Bruce and Newcastle. Actually, yeah, it was because it's especially with the other results that are happening just below them, they've got a bit of a buffer. They got a bit I, of a I buffer, think they'll be so okay. I, I do love yeah. the thought of Bruce saying we're going to go away from Rafa's style and then quickly realizing, <laughs> oh, that's why he did. It. Yeah, oh, okay. And then he goes, did we did we rub off the whiteboard? Is it still on there? Is it still on there? Where, where are his plans? Control Z. Control Z. Undo, undo. Oh, there we are. Um, and before we go, perhaps we should leave the the proper word, if you, if you like, uh, on the on today's podcast to Sol Campbell. One thing I've got to say, it lives on. It lives on. You know what I'm gonna say. We you do know so. what I'm gonna say. Oh, we do. You, do. you definitely know what say I'm gonna it, say. Say it. Invincibles, baby. <laughs> Invincibles. Invincibles, baby. That's the one, man. Smooth. That's all I'm saying. Invincibles. That's all he's saying. Incredible. Hey. The, wor- the worst thing about that video is that he is sort of lying on it. reminds me of me because I've got a really bad settee that's really mm. small, yeah. too small for even my diminutive stature, mm-hmm. uh, and I have limited cushion uh, mm. capacity, mm-hmm. and it, it's just quite an uncomfortable sofa. He's basically done the same thing. He, he, he looks like he's kind of like got his head on the corner of the sofa. Mm. No pillow, no nothing, mm. yammering on about, <laughs> about Invincibles, yeah. baby. It's, it's kind of, 
it feels like it's supposed to be seductive. But yeah, but <laughs> all of his stuff, is, all like, of his stuff is like that. Is this an extra, sub, like a, an, a, another level on like Arsenal TV or something? Well, like, like a, a like late a... night. It's basically, <laughs> this is the kind of thing that if Arsenal fans were wanting to get their jollies late night, and it's yeah. like an Arsenal kind of babe station kind of vibe. I think it's more like a car like, map. Go on, go on, say, say invincible. Soul. <laughs> oh, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> go on, so I'll say it. <laughs> ASMR, ASOLMR. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Jules and Andy are back tomorrow with some more glorious football chat. Mm, and before we go, it is live a new Patreon offering. Oh. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Football Ramble Daily. Check it out. You're going to be excited uh, at what's on offer. Weekly Ramble on podcast episodes featuring behind the scenes mm. audio, the Spell of Time vlog, uh, a weekly audio episode of the Mailbag. The it's Mailbag is back, people. Back. And you can have a listen. Behind the scenes blogs, all kinds of stuff. Uh, get on over to Patreon.com forward slash Football Ramble Daily. That's patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily. Lovely old job. Thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Bye-bye. And thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Obviously, Jules and Andy are back tomorrow, and we'll be back soon enough as well. Laura Love. Laura Love. <laughs> this was a Stakhanov production. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.